Hello and welcome to season two of This Is Not A Who Cast, where nothing will change except that I'm in a different seat and it's weird. It is weird. My name's Daniel. I'm Brendan. And I'm Bo. Ah, what are oh you doing God. back? Ah. <laughs> See, uh, it, I'm you a big shot actor now. Yes, uh, my... Um, my absence was deliberate. Uh, I wanted to give our audience a sense of what it feels like when you lose a doctor and you have to get used to a new guy. So I was like, I'm going to go away for like a week and then, uh, then I'll come back and, um, you know, they'll all be like, oh, he was our favourite doctor. Let's have him back. Uh, <laughs> Brendan is clearly the favourite. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Brendan is the 10 of our lives. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be hated by everyone in four years. <laughs> But remember, you don't want to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Tennant, if you're listening. Uh, if you're listening, the come ones, on. They're the ones slagging you, not me. Uh, uh, David Tennant, if you are listening, thank you for one and two. You're always invited on. I don't care what anyone says. You're the best doctor. <laughs> like he would come on to this podcast. You yeah, never know. Uh I'm playing my hand. <laughs> <laughs> like you have a hand. I don't oh have a hand to play. Well, I'm bluffing. Uh, I actually like that reference, Dan. You um, you know, the whole doctor, 10th doctor in his hand. Yes, bit, uh, uh, totally uh, on purpose. Definitely, totally, definitely on purpose. Definitely on purpose. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, so thanks for having me back, guys. Uh, I thought maybe you might not let me back in, but um, I appreciate it. We, well, we did consider barricading the doors, but... Yeah, but then I just clicked and... Ah. It swung open for me. Oh, it was a swing door. We mm. thought it was a push door. Yeah. It was a pull door. Dad, That's why you're a bit, here. Um, bit different on the inside here. It's a bit bigger on the inside. Are you we, referring that we're in a TARDIS? I am. Do you think we are? We are both under thirties. We can't even afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, thirty, and I still can't afford a house. Uh, That's why. <laughs> we, <laughs> wow, we got onto the economy so fast. Um, so don't worry. Uh, let's anyway, all cut this bit out. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today, Dan? We um, we're going to do our own spin-offs. We're going to pitch our spin-offs. Oh dear! Not review spin-offs. We're going. We've we've re- done all the reviews. Now let's do it better. We're going to have a better so, idea for spin-offs. So, what's your favorite Doctor Who spin-off? Sarah Jane Adventures. Okay, I love the Sarah Jane Adventures That's because cool. unlike the other spin-offs, it's great all the way through. Like for Torchwood, you have Children of Earth. And everyone loves it. It's dark and, and awesome. But Sarah Jane Adventures from beginning to end is awesome. Speaking of Children of Earth, the Sarah Jane Adventures was a children's program, was it not? Yeah, it was on uh, CBBC. Yeah, nice. I think they played it on Nickelodeon for a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. You could afford Foxtel? <laughs> At some point, yeah. Well, I didn't. But, uh, oh. I never watched it. I wasn't into Doctor Who back then. Oh, well, you should. It's Your great. Your mum watched a bit of UK TV, though. Oh, anyway, anyway <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Brendan, what about you? You watched any of the spin-offs? Um, I, I have to admit, I haven't watched any of the spin-offs. I've caught a few here and there, uh, but um, not not any like full episodes. Mm. Uh, Torchwood was great for one season, the Ooh. third season. Right. <laughs> oh, not even the first no, the first two were okay, but but the problem with Torchwood is like, it's like, well, Doctor Who is for kids. We want this to be dark and edgy and cool, and they were what? lame. They were so lame. They're yeah. like, we're just going to have a bunch of swearing and sex jokes, and that'll do it. And then they make Children of Earth. And if you're going to make a Doctor Who spin-off adult, actually do adult material. Yeah, right. Children of Earth is, 
Children of Earth is awesome. Cool. It's so good. So that's season three. Yeah, season three is dark and um and sad and great. Hmm. But cool. you know, screw that. Screw, I'm, uh, screw the show Journey Adventures. We can do our own. I'm uh, something of a purist when it comes to content. I don't like spin-offs traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it, they never seem to capture the essence of the original thing, which is what I was watching for in the first place. So uh, I'm just one of those toxic fanboys. So you never <laughs> watched... Um, uh, not I, uh, I did watch Angel after Buffy. Um, and that was kind of it, I think. Okay. Weirdest spin-off? What's uh, that um, cheer spinoff again? Uh, um, oh, Frasier. Frasier. Okay, uh, but I never looked at as a, looked at that as a spinoff. But it was. Like it's that. a spinoff. Know, it it uses the same established. You, okay, characters. you guys want to know the weirdest spinoff ever? Yes. Sure. It's Mork and Midney. Oh, that's oh, a yeah. Happy Days, right? Yeah. yeah. They introduced a dumb alien in one episode of Happy Days when they completely jumped the shark. Uh, and it made no sense. And yeah. but Robin Williams was the alien, so and they made was, a show yeah. anyway. I um once had the Happy Days theme stuck in my head for about three weeks straight. Monday, Tuesday, happy days. No, no, copyrighted material. No, okay, fine. No, no. Okay. Uh, so Dan, why don't you pitch us your spin-off? Okay, so I got two. One is one sentence, and it is Colin Baker and uh, Peter Davison and Sylvester McCoy find a real TARDIS. And that's it. That's all I have. But I like them, the idea of be, them being bitter and trying to do a better version of, of that. And you you galaxy quest it. <laughs> so these aliens go to a Doctor Who convention and give them a real TARDIS. Um. And what you could do as a filler episode <laughs> is you could have, um, they accidentally send, oh, sorry, the first episode, they could accidentally send the um, invitation to Sylvester Stallone instead of Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> and uh, Rocky just turns up for the ride. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh, this is a BBC sci-fi kids show. Do you think they can afford that? No, but, you know, the, the invite goes out. It's accidental. He just rocks up and... And then, like, they catch him at the con or they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the end of the episode, they get McCoy and it's all good and he goes home and makes another... Yeah, so um, twelve. <laughs> 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 yes, we mastered. So it's Galaxy Quest, but for Doctor Who. But it's uh, but it's Colin Baker and the and the old farts. Yeah, I like that. Colin Baker's on a panel saying how he'd do it better. <laughs> and how if only they'd give me my leather jacket, <laughs> I would have done much better. Oh my word! <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Um, uh, I, I don't know if it's very marketable. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you um, half a season. Okay, cool. I give you a, uh, a like a Christmas special, a ninety-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than I could have asked. Uh, no, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll give you what the the um, actual BBC will give you: a big finish. Oh, oh cool! Way better. Possibly even a, a ten minute just for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> okay, ten minute just for laughs. That's gone too far. That's insulting. <laughs> That being said, well, so you can take your pitch elsewhere. That that, <laughs> that being said, uh, children's of needs special. I'll accept that. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, and I, so, tell us your for real one. Yeah, What's your my for real one um, is unit. Oh, so basically, um, Torchwood. Yes, but better. <laughs> but an actual cop show, like you run it like Unit did. And so, stars, would they be new characters? Stars Martha Jones. Oh, okay. Um, new team, and you have Martha Jones. You have Who's two. Martha? 
Um, she is not Rose. <laughs> Explain more. Okay, fine. She is the companion that came after Rose. She is in one season and she's like, listen, shut the fuck up about this Rose character. You've been talking about Rose in the entire season. This is stupid and I'm leaving. And then she leaves. Um, and then she becomes a better character for it because she came back a couple of times and she's like, man, I'm really cool now. Mm. And she's great. And she's a doctor, uh, a proper doctor, not a fake doctor that has a magic wand. So <laughs> presumably if she's the lead, so she's kind of in lieu of the doctor, she's the lead. Mm -hmm. uh, who would be her offsider? Uh, you have her companion, so to speak. Uh, you have um, some. You have some new characters, right? Some unit members, some unit soldiers, but uh, they are given a mission by um, Kate. Kate Stewart gives them the mission Who's every Kate episode. Stewart? Kate Stewart is Leftbridge Stewart's daughter. Daughter, um, and she runs unit now, or is a soldier that the Doctor knows from. I the think unit. for that era, you'd have to go with somebody uh, more known for that particular era of Doctor Who, so you'd have to have maybe uh, well, former it, Prime Minister is it Harriet Jones. Is it coming out now or after season three? It's up to you. It's your show. Okay, it's coming out now because <laughs> I can't remember. When do you want to write this, Dan? Now or 10 years ago? <laughs> I mean, you were only, what, 16, 10 years ago? Come on, you can pitch this to the BBC. That's fair. I mean, with this, uh, clearly I have a TARDIS, so my other spin-off worked out. <laughs> Imagine if uh, Martha Jones had like a story set now mm -hmm. and she's desperately trying to find the doctor again because uh. it's like some planetary thing, but she can't. Just the communication lines aren't what they used to be. Uh, you have one episode. I, I think you have one episode where it crosses over with Torchwood if they ever, ever let John Barrowman come back. Probably I mean, not. it's not impossible. I can see. Um, I, I've heard whispers. Whispers. Oh, cool. They need to get over it. So maybe if he wears a chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let him come. So the um, so you have case of the week, and and you don't have an overarching plot. It's just case of the week and some character stuff. Right. Go classic cop show. See Law and Order. Imagine if all of those people were aliens, and that's the show. Right. So essentially, she'd be like Men in Black. Yes, yeah, I'm pitching. There's a back. crossover there. There's a crossover there. They'll do it. She could be the new Agent J. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've done Agent oh, MJ. Wait, what's uh, Martha's last name again? Jones. Wait, so that's why I thought you said Agent J. Yeah, I did, and I thought, hang on, how is she got the same last name as Harriet Jones? That's just lazy writing. Wait, <laughs> you're telling me Doctor Who has lazy writing? Yeah, come on. They named it oh, Doctor come Who. On, come on, Russ. Oh well, it was like he was like, yeah, just recycle Jones again. Nobody, will, nobody. Will it's a common together. name. I mean, to be fair, it's taken me ten years to put that together. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, so, what so do you guys think? Well done, Russell. You you fooled us all. <laughs> what um, do you guys think? Uh, cop show with Martha Jones, best companion. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Um, it sure beats uh, cop show with um, Donna. Um, <laughs> although that could actually be its own version of hilarious. I mean, uh, it depends on what kind of aliens you do each week. Are you, like, trying to resettle aliens on Earth? Are you trying to, like, Ooh, that'd be defend good one. them off? Are you trying to, like... Uh, this literally is becoming Men in Black. 
Yeah. Like, are you migrating them here or are you moving them on elsewhere? Oh, are yeah. they a threat to the planet? Do we have to? Are blow you them doing up? an international episode every um se- like one international episode every season? Do you have to kick them off the off an asteroid ship? Do you have the bathrobe? Do you have to like mind wipe a whole bunch of people at once and get statue uh, the Statue of Liberty that's actually a a uh, weeping angel oh, to mind wipe <laughs> everyone. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm basically going to do Men in Black, uh, wi- but not but British. British. But British. I'm but British. British. Well, they, I'm going to they do they Men that. in Black International. <laughs> God, that was awful. It could have. Uh, it could have been worse. Could it? it? Yes. Could it? How? How? <laughs> uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to hear another pitch of a worse Men in Black International. Do tell. Oh, uh, instead of. A kind of a plot, no <laughs> plot. <laughs> Do you and know what they could have done? They could have had a really, really cringy um, cameo from not Will Smith, the other one. That um, would have actually made the film better if he, if right at the end though. Oh, right, yeah. So just in a post credit scene, like a post credit scene, like they walk into an elevator and he's there. Yeah. Okay. Um, alternatively, <laughs> it could have been so bad that they um, put a joke in there of. Say, say they got like somebody like Chris Hemsworth in a lead role, and then they had made a joke about him holding a hammer and throwing it at somebody. Uh, and it doesn't do any damage. Yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious? Wait, <laughs> it didn't do any damage. No, he it just, just throws the hammer at the dude, and he's like, "I thought that would have been um, better." I, so did I. <laughs> uh, in my head, that joke is that that guy gets knocked over and flips. No, no, no. It just a, bounces off him. Yeah, that's stupid. Yep. That's a. Di- I, oh, you haven't watched it, so you can't complain. I won't complain except for that joke, which is dumb. So, uh, Brendan, would you like to talk us through your pitch? Uh, so, my pitch is called Susan, uh, which is uh, one of the first ever companions. I think the first companion, technically. Um, so, she was originally the Doctor's granddaughter. Uh, and in her very last appearance, she gets shipwrecked on an uh, alternate Earth that has just been invaded by Daleks and been destroyed, and she fell in love with a guy, and the Doctor's like, oh, you're in love. I'm just going to leave you on this <laughs> uh, decimated Earth because <laughs> you're that's in love. What, that's what a good grandfather would do. It is <laughs> so stupid. Um, the, the reason that she gets left on Earth is exactly that, and it's just as dumb as it sounds. And the reason that they did that is because unlike with all of his companions, well, except for Dodo, <laughs> you can't just drop them, drop her back to where she came from because they came from the same place. I mean, she could have, like, like she's Gallifreyan. She could have given... Here's, here's how you get rid of Susan. You give her her own TARDIS and say, Susan, go. You've grown up, but we can't afford two of them. This is the 1960s. <laughs> this is the 1960s. So there is a police box on every corner. <laughs> so is this set today or uh, are you going to? So for my initial pitch, uh, uh, the first shot that we see is the original Susan actress uh, holding <laughs> on to Caroline Ford. Um, this... A uh, strange device as she spins through <laughs> realities, um, <laughs> flipping uh, through realities, one, uh, and we'll go past the Cybertron uh, world. We'll go past a whole bif- uh, different uh, few realities, and when we finally land in our one, uh, she lets go, and um, she hits the ground really hard in the meadow, and the device goes flying off and flips into another uh, universe. 
Ah. Uh, and she stands up and she starts to regenerate and she's like, oh, not again. <laughs> what do you mean again? This is the first- turns, turns out this, her, um, the original Susan wasn't the original Susan. Oh, great. Oh. I was going to say, um, was the strange device that she was holding on to a walking frame? Because that lady's <laughs> going to be at least 85 by now. I, sh- she's she's in her golden years. <laughs> I respect the fact that she's still doing I think doing they call them Doctor the Twilight Who. years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh, my word. Don't be cruel to we this lady. Sorry, Don't Susan. make fun of the elderly. She's um, still working. If you were an actor at 87, you're a good actor. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, and then, um, so, and then we play our, uh, then we play our opening and then we come back to, so who would you cast as regenerated Susan? I feel like you can, uh, like an open cast throughout the UK. Like I just any British person. I I, I feel, I feel like, um, any of the 20 working British actors will do. (laughs) I feel like a, um, you see Harry Potter, one of them. I feel like a um, probably a middle a- uh, past middle aged lady. Um, He's still going older. I'm yeah, older, but not as old. But not uh, like I need assistance to walk. <laughs> old. Um, because I um because what I want for this Susan's uh, overarching overarching plot throughout the series, uh, I want her to basically look for the Doctor. She's looking for the Doctor to confront him. For abandoning her on this. What happened to her love in the alternate reality? Did he just. He tri- died. Yeah, right. He died. He's a pathetic human. She's probably 107 by now. <laughs> I, I, she, he died. Um, just uh, imagine the uh, the old version of Rose from um, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 87 years. Um, and I can, I can see the first episode is mostly her just trying to track down uh, the doctor at one point in time. And she keeps on getting these confusing reports of like, oh, he's in Oxford. No, he's in Glasgow. No, Uh, he's in London. He's in London. He's in London. He's (laughs) in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, Has he ever been to Australia? uh, Yes. I would love for them to do a live action episode of Doctor Who where they come to Australia and it's like, yeah. I, I mean, uh, they don't, they've done Australia, which is set Australia, where it's no. I mean, like come here and really experience the the, <laughs> oh no. the culture of. There's only two ways that that can go: one, outback, what, and two, yeah. the beach. What's your Those bloody name, mate? <laughs> oh, I hate it already. Um, um, that's doctor, your spin-off, Doctor Who. And then at the end, at the end of the episode, <laughs> and then he leaves and vows never to go back. At the end of the episode, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brendan, as you were. <laughs> at the end of the episode, she runs into River Song. Oh, uh, and she's uh, and they're both at that point in time trying to get to the Doctor to talk to him uh, or her, and he and um, they're both like. Why are you looking at like trying to find the doctor and like they explain each other's like like oh I'm I'm Susan I'm blah 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 and Rivers and like I'm your stepmother <laughs> oh, <laughs> step grandmother darling oh yeah oh yeah, yeah right right sorry my bad mm. uh, it's um and basically the overarching season pitch is like her coming to terms with being abandoned by someone that she placed such... Oh, this is actually very deep. <laughs> ...such trust in. Um, I gotta say, it's not painting a great image for the Doctor. <laughs> because he has abandoned so many people. BBC loves to... Uh, Stephen Moffat. 
<laughs> my apologies, loves to say, A, the doctor is the greatest thing ever, and B, he's kind of a dick. Mm. Um, so like, That was uh, Peter... Nope. Uh, Capaldi. There it is. Yeah. Peter Capaldi's entire arc was to be less of a dick. Yeah, right. Um, so the, uh, like, um, we can catch up with a bunch of companions throughout the years and like have them explain like their grievances, their like how they felt about being left behind by the Doctor in a time of need or like basically being trapped on a piece of um, dust in the wind for eternity. Yeah. And you know that there's so much more out there. Um, uh, so like a season regular I would like to see is the actor who's played Adric. Why? Um, Why? Um, Why? Uh, because I think it will be funny to, f- oh. uh, to mess with classic Who fans That's and, <laughs> um, and annoy them to tears. I do appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about Adric. Uh, for those who don't know, Adric was a fourth Doctor uh, companion, uh, and he was from an alternate reality, uh, and he was basically a, uh, a what, what's that Star Trek character again? Wesley. Um, Wesley. He's basically. Oh a, no, he's, he's Wesley. A, he's basically Wesley. Is he twelve? Uh, who's Wesley in? Uh, he's Star Trek? a he's a kid. He's the audience surrogate, and by that I mean oh. he. You are the worst. He's the worst character. Because he's just Worse like, than Donna? What? Yes, yes. Uh, because basically this little child that um, is meant to know so basically nothing. So and funny. Um, oh, dear. And by that I mean the worst. This little child. So he's like the kid in Iron Man 3. More so. Oh, God. But like instead of like Imagine making jokes every about, episode. Like making, instead of making jokes about that, like, oh, this kid knows a lot about engineering and stuff. They're just like, take it seriously mm. very mm. seriously and, yeah, so he's and like a boy genius type thing yeah so like have that actor come back playing the same character uh and he's just like yeah the doctor left me for dead and explain away why he fell from the sky and then explain away the claymation in the extended cut that's I'm on the dvd sure that that's not they could just ignore that bit i but mean I, we can I, just but tell, it. tell tell the lovely people what the hell you just said? <laughs> what? I heard claymation and my brain went, uh-uh. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, so when, all I know is that, so here's what I know. He crashed and exploded. Uh, so Adric uh, was a very disliked character. Right. And the writers decided- Did they Jason Todd him? Where they gave the audience the decision no, whether they, or not he lived or died. Uh, no, <laughs> they don't have the budget for that. Oh, right. So they just killed him off. They just killed him off. Like they, he went flying off into the distance, and um, this is the presumably fifth. fell to his death. Yeah, this is That's the horrific um, for a child. But this in, is the fifth Doctor. There's like ten companions, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and then um, in the DVD release, um, they were like, you know what? This character is so hated still by the fandom. We're going to make his death even more humiliating <laughs> so they can get more <laughs> confarsis out of this character yeah, right. dying. And that's um, being eaten by a dinosaur. Essentially a dinosaur. He got eaten by a dinosaur. Wow. It's uh, like... In claymation. Um, <laughs> it's like I... I was I, the doctor at all upset that his... Barely. Companion barely upset. Was eaten f- by a... <laughs> Alien dinosaur? No. One of the things that Big Finish had fixed was the Doctor feeling bad. Yeah, so he should. 
He's like, I'm just going to take this kid on adventures through time and space. Oh, what? He got eaten? Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, classic the, doctor. Uh, <laughs> and oh, yeah, he dropped that kid like a bag of dicks. And of course, you can have other uh, companions come back. You can have Donna come back. You can have... Um, um, I'll throw your own water at you. <laughs> <laughs> you can have uh, Romana come back and she can be like, oh yeah, I'm... I'm I kind of got overthrown in power because I was the lady president, and now you d- you do know who Romana was. I do know who Romana is, and she, like everyone else, is a better time lord than the Doctor is. So the Romana was the lady president time lord ah, before oh. the time war, I think. Uh, yes, so pre pre Rassilon and all that. Pre Rassilon's rise, right? Re rise, re rise. Okay. Yeah. So th- so she she basically. Yeah, president during peacetime, then Rassilon, then they overthrew her, put Rassilon in charge. Man, if you were here last week. Yeah, I know. Right? Anyway, uh, and she can come back, uh, come back at the end of the season. She's like, hey, um, this like dimensions are collapsing. Do you know anything about that? And that's where we end the season. Great. Um, I, I just thought of a, a short uh, interlude um, uh, spinoff. Can you uh-huh. imagine if the Time Lords, um, did they did a spin-off of another Time Lord that wasn't the Master, that wasn't the Doctor, and he was called like the Hunter or something like that. And they're like, so there's this guy out there, it's called the Doctor, it's kind of fucking everything up for us. Can you go and uh, just bring him in for us and just have it be an, a Time Lord that's actually um, competent? <laughs> they, they can't have that they can't and like you could see him encounter like the master and stuff like that and just be like I'm not even gonna waste my time with you because you are useless <laughs> just keeps going just a better version of the doctor yeah yeah basically um, but um, that's hilarious so mm. that's not my for real pitch um, that's a great antagonist I'll, I'll just finish off oh yeah please wrap, wrap uh, up yours wrap so up yours. Uh, basically my pitch is uh, Susan comes back and she tries to pick up the pieces of people's lives after the doctor is done with them. Oh, that's and has used them to their to his full potential. It right. sounds sad. Yeah, he's just. Is a, it sad? I it mean, feels like it's a real it's, moving sort of. I f- I feel like it's not about viewing um, people's destruction. It's about building people back up. Yeah, nice. You know what? You came in with what sounded like the silliest idea. And you made it great. You made Hold it great. And you it, haven't and heard my idea yet. <laughs> you made it great in an actual story, which I appreciate. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, All very right. well put, Brennan. Thank you. All right, Bo. Bo. Okay. Um, my my initial pitch was actually uh, quite different because I wanted to focus um, much uh, a little similarly to how Brendan had his pitch, which was about you know like almost like the victims of the Doctor. I thought, you know what we need. We need an episode dedicated to the destruction of the Absorbloth and, <laughs> <laughs> and how it just wanted to fit in in society. It was just trying to find a new home and the doctor was like, take your G-string and get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't sorry, bang sorry. your head against the mic. They're expensive. Uh, sorry, Dan. I, um, I think that that's a great idea, and I'm really glad <laughs> we that should rush this into production <laughs> we immediately. Should, we need to rush this into production. I'm really glad that that was your only spin-off idea. Uh, Thank you for listening. You're most welcome. Uh, but in all seriousness, my my uh, pitch is actually for what I refer to as the missing Doctor, and uh, I would love to see um, 
Paul McGann have a chance Yay. at live action, uh, basically from the end of the film up until the events of the Night of the Doctor, uh, and a lot of that, you know, cold the Cold War time war period where he wasn't quite fighting the time war, but we just get to see Paul McGann being the Doctor. That'd be awesome, and then obviously, God, there's uh, so as much the you can steal. Escalate, he would you know, start to experience the Time War and the crimes of the Time Lords and the Daleks and, uh, and you know, what pushed him towards becoming the War Doctor. That's really cool. So that would be – that's something mm. I, I – ever since I saw The Night of the Doctor, I was like, holy crap, we are missing out on such an awesome character here in, in The Doctor. So I think they could even, you know, give Doctor Who, as we know it right now, a rest and just kind of go back and do a little bit of a side – Side story for Paul McGann. Um, I think Russell T Davies would be perfect for writing that too. So That's, mm. that'd be great for um, a season or two. The the time war build up mm. and to see his um, companions as well. How he interacted with people after he got to be the dashing uh, Hollywood doctor. <laughs> Can you call it Hollywood? Well, you know, it was the Americans having a turn at it. <laughs> Don't forget Sylvester McCoy's epic death scene. Oh, I won't. I've been shot. Spin on the spot. That's not the worst. <laughs> um, that's not the worst death scene. Well, he could have fallen off an exercise bike. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, uh. I actually, we can get into the movie later. I like your idea. Thank you. I do as well. It, um, also, Paul McGann has like Paul what McGann is arguably the coolest Doctor outfit. Oh, so mm. Paul I McGann see more of that. Also has a voice that's kind of like if you just lived in honey. <laughs> okay, Dan. I relax about it. <laughs> mm, mm. Anyway, somebody's uh, been listening to a few too many big finish stories. Look, you've it, got my vote, Bo. Uh, Bo, it's great, and the best part is that, uh, like, sorry, you're talking about the Absorbaloff one or the yeah, uh, the Absorbaloff one, obviously. Yeah. I was talking about the Absorbaloff. Did you guys yeah. actually get through a whole podcast last week without referring to it? No. <laughs> I the legend lives. Yes. Oh, God. I brought it up. Uh, it was fun. You're welcome. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be a running thing now. And um, I don't know if Lexi is actually going to edit it out or not, but I saw it didn't. Oh, God. I <laughs> <laughs> I had so many things I left out of that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so all <laughs> in all, we have um, a unit spinoff. We have a Susan spinoff. And, and we the have Absorbaloff. <laughs> And the Eighth Doctor, so um, that I, I think uh, all of those are, are really cool spin-offs. Um, okay, have we not got any of them so far? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, do you know why they aren't doing any spin-offs? Uh, probably because Doctor Who itself isn't faring so well. Is it? I I think it's still up there in terms of uh, numbers. It's not doing as well as it used to. Mm, that's I mean, like it's not like you know, two thousand and twelve. Sorry, two thousand and six to two thousand and twelve. But I think that it's still their cash cow in terms of yeah. But fiction. I don't think I don't think a spin-off would be enough. And if it did, it would have to be a shoestring budget. Which anything they wanted to do within that world would be really hard to do on a on a small budget. Like you couldn't do unit on a, on a, the budget they would give you. Yeah, I mean you could, but it just it would look like it was on a budget. It would look like Torchwood. Oh, oh no! I'm actually okay with that. I just don't like the stories. I don't mind the budget. Yeah, and then you got to decide where your budget goes, right? Does it go to the writing or does it go to the effects? Well, you put it in the writing and then you have cheap effects. That's part of the charm of Doctor <laughs> Who. We've established this. If it looks like trash, it's great. 
<laughs> so where would you put your your I writing mean, budget for Susan, Brendan? Uh, I think the majority of it is in the budget and the special effects. Uh, yep. Are not really going to be that big. It's about character interactions. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, the fact that my mine is a cop show, so you just have it be a cop show yeah, and yeah. all of the aliens are shape changers. Ah, of course. Yeah, that's nice. They all look like humans. Super easy. Barely Barely an inconvenience. inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, It's always great to annoy you with just us. Anyway, (laughs) how how would you budget yours? Well, I'd just be like, look, BBC, I'm sure you've got that Absorbaloft costume hanging around the back (laughs) door somewhere. Just bust it out. Come on, guys. I think that was thrown (laughs) in the trash. (laughs) And I mean, they could get it right back out and it'd look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I think I'd invest in uh, for... Well, um, yours uh, sounds like a replacement for Doctor Who. Well, I don't want to replace Doctor Who. What I want to do is just... There's a small chunk of Doctor Who history that I would just like them to explore with a little spin-off. Even if it was like a limited series, eight episodes, whatever. Like, Oh, right. Just, just keep it simple. I just want to, before he gets so old, well, not that he's old now, but I mean, I don't want Paul McGann to, you know, get to say Tom Baker's age and then they start trying to do that sort of stuff. Then, you know, I mean, fair, we didn't he's see He's the him. youngest of all the old Doctors. Yeah, yeah. But like myself, an old man at heart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- this has been really fun. Uh, if you're gonna pit, if you're gonna budget it, uh, have them distri- be distributed by Netflix. They'll <laughs> put in all the money, even if it makes. Well, no I sense think it would have to be a partnership. You'd have to go through like be obviously go through BBC, but you would go, okay, who can we partner with on this to make this happen in yeah, a way and that's really cool? And you give the Netflix international distribution, uh, distribution. Yep, and they'll give you a budget that isn't. Uh, one tenth of a penny of your tax dollars at work, and, <laughs> and then when, just like joke gently, it's starting to get really good, and you're left on a massive flick ha- cliffhanger. Can it's it. cancelled. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that is how it works. We will only get three seasons from Netflix. Oh no, two, two, two and a half. No, okay, no, no. Well, right. I like I said with my one, I'm quite happy for it to be a limited series. It's mm-hmm. a one-off thing. Um, it it has eight, to eight end to thirteen episodes tops. It has to end with the night of the, the doctor. night of the doctor. Yeah, mm. and in fact, what they could do is like literally have a bit of a Rogue One moment where it's literally him going aboard that spaceship that he's on at the start of mm-hmm. the night of the doctor, and then that's it. It's like Darth Vader lighting up that hallway. That's cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Um, great pictures, guys. I, I really enjoyed listening to those and. Um, how about you guys interact with our Facebook page and tell us whose was the best? Ah, and what uh, potential spin-offs you might like to see. And if, like myself, you're all for the Absorbaloff spin-off, do let us know. Thank you very much for listening. It, it's, it's always fun to talk to you guys. And thank you guys for listening. And if you do like the Absorbaloff... <laughs> um, Which I, I'm sure there's going to be at least sure, three people. I'm sure Bo will talk to you in forever about yeah. it he'll talk to you on his myspace page <laughs> <laughs> uh myspace the absorber law of social yes. media uh, well thank you very much for listening guys this has been uh this is not a who cast i have been Bo. i've been brendan and i've been daniel and i've got to make a facebook page <laughs>